Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Over 5 million people play football in the USA and here to bring it to you in the raw, uncut, unadulterated is the undisputed number one sports show in Atlanta and abroad. 100 yards of football live from headquarters. It's more than a game, more than a show. It's where football blends culture, economics, and society. Tap in, tune in, and lock in to 100 yards of football now. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome to 100 Yards of Football this morning. This morning is a special morning. Football is starting from the collegiate level to the professional level. It started last weekend, and now the professional ranks are going to be kicking off in a week and a half. So I'm excited. I'm like the great John Ward. And when he was the announcer for the University of Tennessee, and if you're from the state of Tennessee, you will remember his magical words. It's football time in the state of Tennessee. But today, if you like the video today, please come in and share it. As we're going to talk about the 2023 NFL draft prospect, Mr. Jaron Hall, quarterback out of BYU. And joining me is a gentleman that I'm surely appreciated. He's been with us for a year and a half. He's given us inside analysis, all these great prospects. The quarterback position is the most favorite position, so that's why we've been going through the quarterbacks over the last six months. But I'm honored. I'm proud. I'm very thankful that he's part of 100 Yards Football, and he's did an outstanding job. And one thing I know about Mr. Keller is that he's about it. When you're talking about a man that puts in the worth ethic, he's not like all these other NFL draft analysis. To have people bringing in their material. No, nah, this is a guy that puts six, seven, eight, nine, ten hours a day. He's been an inspiration to me. Even matter of fact, he tells me, Vincent, you need to work harder. So it's football <laughs> time. Here on 100 Yards Football, Mr. Jaron Hall and Mr. Kelly is coming live out of Key West, Florida. How you doing this morning, Mr. Daniel Kelly? Hey, I'm doing exceptionally well, Mr. Turner. You know, you talk about kicking off things in the football season, and I'm super excited because I, that's right, me, Daniel Kelly, has gone ahead and launched my very own NFL draft website. Uh, so after after a couple of years here of writing for SI Lions, Jets, 49ers, Draft Diamonds, writing over 750 articles on different prospects and football-related topics and, and appearing on hundreds of podcasts around the world, including being with you weekly, Mr. Turner, uh, for the last year and a half, I have launched firstroundmock.com. The goal is to become the number one voice in America for the NFL draft. What it is, it's a former NFL scout 
bringing you the top 32. <laughs> so I'm lining up that board because that first round is critically important. And most of the time, and I, I'm, you know, let's put it this way. The NFL itself is wrong 53% of the time in the first round historically. There's a lot of people, there's a lot of politics involved, there's agents involved, there's all this kind of stuff, PR firms involved. And a lot of times like this last draft in 2021 or 2022, excuse me, uh, you know, I disagreed with about half the picks that were consensus first round picks. So, so it's going to be very interesting. I plan on stirring on the pot based solely on film study. That's right. I do not play politics at firstroundmock.com. Jaron Hall. Let's talk about him today. Quarterback out of BYU. There's a lot to talk about, Mr. Turner, about him. This is a very intriguing prospect, okay? Out of BYU, you see him on your screen there, 6'1", 205. You know, unpacking him statistically last season, 189 out of 296 for a 63.9% completion percentage, 2,583 yards. Let's pay attention to that average downfield, 8.7 yards. Again, that means he's pushing the ball downfield. 20 touchdowns, five interceptions. As you touched on, Mr. Turner, I don't sing with the choir. I don't get along to go along and go along to get along like a lot of these draft analysts who all seem to have the same opinion. My opinions are based solely on the game film. In 2021, I looked at Jaron Hall against ASU, Washington State, and Baylor. And really, 2021 was uh, the last last season was his first was his first uh, year starting um, it, it, for BYU, and he won eight out of ten games. That's important to look at too, because that means the guy is a winner. On NFL mock draft database, if you have not looked at that website, I encourage you to do that. It's kind of a consensus that brings the entire draft community together. He's projected by the NFL draft community as a third round pick. However, Walter Football has him going number five overall in the first round yard barker had him number uh, the first round number 21 overall pro football network first round number 31 overall and then DraftKings first round number 25 i will say this okay as a former nfl scout it, it, there is something about jaron hall that is very intriguing to me and the more i watched him on film the more he grew on me there are shades okay listen to this. There are shades to Jaron Hall that remind me of Russell Wilson. And I'm, I'll be watching him very closely this season to see if those things I've seen, uh, those characteristics on film, if they, if they carry over to this season, he's able to string together two seasons like this in a row. But a very interesting player, an intriguing player. Let's unpack him more. Okay, let's start with the positives. Number one, Jaron Hall is an incredibly instinctual quarterback, okay? That, that's, that's the thing that stood out the most to me. He has elite level instincts, and that's what really jumped out to me on film as his number one characteristic. If I'm sitting in an NFL war room right now with general managers and, and, and the NFL and, and the owner of that team, this is the way I'm talking, okay, when I'm unpacking my report. He has a real pro-style feel to him watching him play um, in, in the pocket. Uh, number number four thing I looked at is, is he has a very methodical initial setup in the pocket. Uh, he has good ball handling skills, a good play action. He's a 
efficient when he pitches the ball outside. He has excellent mobility. Okay, this is a true dual threat. Uh, this is a guy who can slide around in the pocket. He can move around. He, he, he can, you know, he can he can evade evade the rush when it's coming in. Um, if, if he sees it coming, that is. And he can run, okay? This is not a statue. This is not a Joe Flacco, for example, okay, in the NFL. This guy had 62 carries for 307 yards for a 5.0 yard average rushing. This is a tough kid. This is a very competitive kid, okay? One of the, the TV announcer during one of the games talked about how, how Jaron Hall and, and Zach Wilson are very similar athletically, okay? And, and, and I agree, strictly based on the athleticism i agree this guy can move around he had a long run of 56 yards last season okay this is not a three yards or two yards in a cloud dust guy this is a guy who can actually run and make a defender miss in the open field let's get let's circle back to him as a passer now now that we got that that running and that mobility uh, issue all the way okay as a passer he's best in the short ranges uh he's a very instinctual touch passer you'll continue to hear me talk about how instinctual jaron hall is okay he's a touch passer the thing i kept noticing as i was watching him throw the ball at byu you see him there on your screen is is a lot of times his receivers were able to pick up yak yards after catch okay the receivers he, he has above average ball placement one of the most critical things we need to look at here when it comes to quarterbacks when we talk about nfl draft is ball placement i'm not talking about completion rate ratio okay i'm talking about ball placement putting the ball where it needs to be right in the hands you know right here you know so, so you can continue to grab it and go run through it much like mac jones did at the university of alabama a couple seasons ago a very above average ball placement very important to keep an eye on uh receivers again were able to pick up those yards after the catch uh, and he throws an easy ball to catch which is really nice um, it, it's just a soft nice ball to the catch I was impressed with his overall ball placement and and, and, I, and I like the average 8.7 yards again I talked about the top of the show it means he's pushing the ball downfield uh, one of the things that, that caught my attention the most was his deep ball completion rate okay this guy can throw it deep and not a lot of them can jaron hall can impressive deep ball okay now there, there's a premium on this okay there's a premium having a guy who can actually push the ball downfield deep okay granted the receivers had to kind of stand their weight on it a few times it wasn't out in front of them uh you know so so you know it wasn't quite you know maybe he put a little too much air under the ball but but he but, he, but you know so i won't give it a 10 on the deep ball but i would give it maybe a six or a seven and, and the guy has an ability to put that touch and put that ball deep pretty much where it needs to be in the neighborhood okay the 10th thing i looked at that's right 10 this guy's got a lot of positives folks okay he, he has playmaking ability he moves around a lot he makes things happen he makes throws on the run uh, he, he, he has the ability uh, like his predecessor zach wilson to make something out of nothing okay and, and the thing I like, too, is when they scored a touchdown, 
Jaron Hall showed some visible emotion, uh, which I like too, which is another sign of, of leadership and uh, as far as being infectious, getting everyone motivated, inspired around him. Okay. So 11 things I really liked about Jaron Hall. Okay. Now, what are the negatives, right? Tony Rosano, the book I learned on how to scout secrets, of NFL scout, uh, the old uh, 49ers scouting director talked about there are no tens, right? So there are negatives. Number one, his arm, his arm, his arm, his arm. He has a, a very average arm strength, and that's putting it nicely, okay? Uh, he does not put a lot of velocity, mustard, and heat on his passes. He relies more on touch passing. Um, and, as I mentioned, you know, some of the receivers are waiting on the passes. That will not work. That will not fly in the National Football League. He must be able to throw timing passes, and he's got to get some mustard on the ball, okay? So the arm strength is the number one biggest concern I have with Jaron Hall. And that's really what pushed him out of the first round for me and my considerations with my background and experience is that arm strength is not what it needs to be at an NFL starting level, in my opinion. Um, and even the deep passes had a lot of air under them. At time, he really had the push off. If you watched his game film, you'll see he re it's like a pitcher coming off the mound. He really had to drive that ball uh, you know, in the intermediate route level. And that caused him to lock in with receivers because he had such a windup and such a such a process to get the ball there that and that will not work either you can't lock in in the nfl make a living doing that um and, and he can't labor to get the ball out there so again the arm strength you know it, it, it through a megaphone that's what i'm talking about this morning that's the biggest weakness to his game uh the second thing i looked at was just a lack of awareness in the pocket uh he tends to take a lot of sacks he took 13 sacks last year in 2021 um he, he can fumble in the pocket because he's not aware of what's going on around him a couple times he had a couple a couple fumbles in the three games i watched he does not have eyes in the back of his head as they say in scouting just seem to look consistently unaware uh in the pocket now if he sees it coming he'll evade he'll, he'll get out of there he'll bail but if he doesn't see it coming, he just doesn't have that natural feel for the for the pass rush uh, in in the pocket. Um, it, it could be just like like a sitting duck, and he takes those losses. And, and I don't like that of a quarterback. I don't like the quarterback to take the losses. At the very least, you need to throw the ball away. Uh, number three, he was just too inconsistent on the rollouts. He's able to move around like I talked about, but the, but the accuracy, the placement wasn't what I wanted to see when he was on the move. And number four, he, he, he's inconsistent going through his progressions. He can lock in, as I mentioned, lock in the targets, lock into wide receivers, what I'm talking about, as I mentioned. And that has more to do with his lack of arm strength than anything. Um, you know, I'm, but I'm, you know, bottom line, okay, Bill Belichick always liked to say, we're in a bottom line business, okay? And the bottom line with, with Jaron Hall, quarterback BYU, is I'm going to go with my gut on this one, okay? I, I, I like him better than Zach Wilson. That's right. Turn up your volume. I like him better than Zach Wilson. I was not one of these guys who was talking about Zach Wilson being a generational talent when he came out. I put a third round grade on, on Zach Wilson for NFL draft diamonds when he was coming out. The third round's a developmental round, uh, and that's where I had him in 2021. I like Jaron Hall more than Zach Wilson. I'm going to slot Jaron Hall as my QB7 right now in a very quarterback-rich draft, uh, and I'm putting him at the bottom 
bottom of the second round. Listen, guys, I love how instinctual and athletic Jaron Hall is. I feel strongly he would make a great number two, a backup quarterback behind an established veteran quarterback towards the bottom of the second round where you have those playoff teams picking and they can bring a guy in like this uh, to play the quarterback position at the number two position. Because as Joe Gibbs said, the second most important position on your football team is the backup quarterback. Your thoughts, Mr. Turner, on Jaron Hall, quarterback, BYU. Well, I'm going to tell you this about Mr. Hall. I love him. BYU, Lavelle Edwards, a school that's always had quarterbacks that can throw the football. Robbie Bosco, Virgil Carter, as you said, Zach Wilson, Mark Wilson, Ty Detner, when he was at BYU, 15,000 yards, 24 straight 300-yard game. Steve Young, I don't have to say no more about him. Career, 56 touchdowns at BYU, over 7,000 yards passing. Then the great Jimmy McMahon with the Chicago Bears when he was at BYU, 9,000 yards, 84 touchdowns. One thing about BYU, if you look at the history, they're going to have a quarterback that can throw that rock. And you look at Mr. Hall, the one thing about him, think about all the pressure that he has to come in last year. You had the wonder boy, Zach Wilson. I believe was number three overall, the number two, I can't remember, in the 2021 draft. Then think about all the other quarterbacks that's been there. Steve Young, as I just mentioned. Jim McMahon, who I just mentioned. You see what I'm saying? Mark Wilson, that quarterback for the Raiders. And the young man stepped on the level and kept BYU relevant last year. And what I've been hearing about him, the only negative is that he's 24 years old. He did a Mormon mission when he got to BYU about a couple years ago. But I love him because he's 25 years old because he's going to be mature. You're not going to have a lot of out. Off the field issues. He's very grounded. And you know me. I'm all about production. I'm all about big games. I remember I was watching BYU playing at school out there in Hollywood. By the name of USC. Anthony Davis. OJ. Reggie Bush. Matt Liner. And in that game, that young man right there went 20 or 32. 276 yards, two touchdowns, two INTs. But I came away feeling that this young man is special. He was very confident. You're right, Mr. Kelly. He does have some problems in the pocket. That's all right, but it can be corrected because he's mature. And he's going to be a guy that I think this year is going to be one of the quarterbacks that's nobody talking about on the college level. Then another game. We've been talking about Brennan Armstrong over there in Virginia, right? We did a video on him. Mm-hmm. But in that game, Mr. Hall, 22-37 against Virginia, 349 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. And they beat Virginia that night, 66-49. to Like I said, I like underdog stories. I look at it really the glass full. Young man following Zach Wilson. Nobody heard of him. Now everybody talking about him maybe being a, a high draft pick. And he was at a school. Think about this. 
we talk about all these draft prospects and we talk about the competition and a lot of people judge what school you come from, the SEC, the Big Ten, the Pac-12. And they, join, and, they, and they talk about different schools. Well, Mr. Hall, look at them. Look at the history he had to follow. Nobody even heard him before the season started last year. But now look at him. You brought up a great resume about him, Mr. Kelly. And what I like about the young man, hey, he went out there and played ball. Go back and watch the game film, USC and Virginia, and look at the tradition at BYU. When it's all said and done, he's going to be in that same position after this season. We're going to be talking about him in the names of Mark Wilson, Robbie Bosco again, Steve Young, Super Bowl champion, Jim McMahon, Super Bowl champion, Zach Wilson, Virgil Carter, and the man, the head coach that started it all, Lavelle Edwards. And by the way, Andy Reid is our alum. Jan Hall, keep doing your thing, baby. Final words, Mr. Kelly. Absolutely. You bring up a lot of good points, Mr. Turner. First, I want to give all the glory to Jesus Christ, uh, my Lord and Savior. 21 years ago today, I was saved. I want to mention that. I entered into a life-changing relationship with him. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. I was out in New York with the Jets. I was radically filled with the Holy Spirit. And listen, all this football talk is great, but if you're watching this and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Romans 10, 9, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Uh, take a look at that uh, because that that making that decision to pray to receive him as my lord and savior changed my life forever for the better and gave me a sense of purpose like i've never had before uh jaron hall final words I like it and mr turner the thing i like most about what you said right there you said a lot of great things but you talked about the glass being half full, basically, and taking some of these negatives and turning them into a positive. It is a positive. His age is a positive. He does have the maturity that you talked about. Um, there's a lot to like about Jaron Hall, and he's kind of on the outskirts of that radar right now. But as my NFL mentor taught me, a man with four Super Bowl rings, if you have a quarterback, you have a chance. And, and the thing I like most I go back to is how instinctive he is and also something I did not mention I saved the best for last is that how competitive he is this guy wants to get the football downfield and that's what you want again if you're a playoff caliber team and you're looking for a number two quarterback to bring in I saw Dallas cut all their quarterbacks yesterday <laughs> your, your team they cut everybody man all the quarterbacks oh, you're gonna throw that shot at me so say my team oh, <laughs> hey, that's okay. Okay. That's a, that's I, I got some calls last night about that oh you're gonna throw that little shot at me so, that's, yeah, okay. that's okay that's okay that's okay that's not a shot it's not a shot okay. put it, put it, put it, put it. It's not a shot. It's not a shot. Hey, but, but what it what it is, what it is, is a guy like a Jaron Hall. If Dallas were to bring him in and put him behind a Dak Prescott, oh my, how great that situation would be down in Dallas all of a sudden. Is having a guy like this as your number two. So right now, he's on the outskirts on the bottom of the second round. Now keep in mind, if he comes in there this season and blows it up, he's going to move into that first round discussion. But I got to see it on the 2022 NFL game film in this college season before I make that decision. Thank you, Mr. Daniel Kelly, coming live to us out of Key West, Florida. You're welcome. If you like the video today, please comment and share it. As you always know, I have these great sayings of these great musicians and great groups in my life. I'm 62 years old. 
when I look at Jaron Hall and I was reading my back channel information on him, everybody kept talking about his age. Oh, he's 24. By the time the draft comes around in 2023, he's going to be 25 years old. And I got to thinking, why are they so harping on that? But that's all right, Mr. Hall. Because there was some a group by the name of Club Nevo had to say. You can't tell why these things continue to happen to me. But some people get so jealous of other smallest things. Jaron Hall, BYU, baby, I'm watching you. Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time this show is presented by Bet Online. If you like the video today, please come in and share. We're surely, surely appreciated here at 100 Yards of Football. Football time in the state of Tennessee. What is your favorite moment from football history? What teams and players are you cheering on? And who will win it all? We want to hear from you, our listeners. Head over to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch and leave us a comment. We might use your suggestion in an upcoming episode. Tune in daily to the podcast and watch our show live every week. We are 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio on the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.